Well, yesterday morning I was, you know, running around town, running some errands and stuff, and doing my uh, uh, homesteader and husband duties of the week. And uh, during the weekend and um, yesterday morning, you know, I got a, uh, a few messages and a few emails from work uh, that, that pertain to work, and, you know, a few of those were were uh, not not necessarily good news. They were kind of bad news, you know. And, um, you know, it was kind of hard for me to concentrate on the task at hand because my mind was, was uh, you know, I was kind of down in the dumps about some of this stuff going on at, at work, you know. And because of my position, you know, I mean, I do, I get a lot of information about work on the weekends and stuff like that. You know, it's just part of my job. Or whatever, you know, and I, I was running around town, you know, kind of down in the dumps and thinking about it. And in a, uh, let's just say I was in a sour mood, if you will. And uh, in, in my self-loathing moment there, you know, I had my head down and, and uh, I parked the car and I was walking into the feed store. I had to go pick, get some feed yesterday, which is a which is a good thing, you know, getting feed means we get to produce. But um, you know, it's kind of down and I looked up for a second and I saw a guy going into the store. He was on crutches and he had one leg missing. And I thought to myself, shame on me. Shame the fuck on me. I'm sitting here down in the dumps, sour, and feeling gloomy, and this frickin' guy doesn't even get to lift a bag of feed. He doesn't get to go way up in a tree stand deer hunting the way I love to. He doesn't get to do the stuff I do on a daily basis. He's got one leg missing. Shame on me for feeling this way. Humbling, isn't it? God puts those people right in front of you right when you need them. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Gosh, have you ever had that aha moment where it's like, you know, maybe my life's not so bad. It, it made me feel like, it, it made me feel shamed that I was feeling down in the dumps. I'm like, well, yep, you know, I might want to get a little bit more optimistic here because uh, I have both legs. That guy doesn't. It's an eye-opener. It's definitely an eye-opener. Oh, boy. Well, you know, uh... Yesterday, I, there was an interesting situation. I was, we got done with supper, you know, and we were spit-shining the dishes a little bit. and We were about to uh, go see some exciting stuff uh, over at my mother-in-law's new place. And uh, my daughter um, says, Dad, someone's here. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, somebody's here. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So I go out there, 
And uh, good golly, uh, some of our awesome neighbors pulled in the driveway and wanted to visit. Gosh, I, you know, that's just nice. I love surprise visits from neighbors. You know, we got good neighbors, great people in the neighborhood, um, good time of night, beautiful night outside. And gosh, you know, they, they pulled over and they, they wanted to talk about the tractor. The subcompact tractor, and that'll be the content for today's episode. You know, they were, they were, they, you know, you, those of you who have homesteads, and some of you have have a need for a larger tractor. Some of you guys have a need for a smaller tractor. Our tractor is a subcompact tractor, which means it's on the really small end. And it's everything you need and nothing you don't. Okay? Um, I could, you know, here about six, eight months ago, I was thinking, geez, I might need a bigger tractor. But I don't. And I'll kind of explain that to you in, in, in detail in a little bit. But the neighbors were asking, you know, I mean, we were kind of, they, they got a, a John Deere 1023, which is the newest of the new uh, I think it's 23.5 or 24 horsepower, somewhere in there. It's a diesel engine, a Yanmar engine, okay? And the only reason I'm familiar with that is because I have a, a 2007 John Deere 2305 with 900 hours on it, okay? Um, and this John Deere 2305 that I have, I love it, Okay? It's amazing. It works wonderfully. It, it is more powerful than it looks. It can lift more than you think it can. And like I said, it's everything I need and nothing I don't. And it doesn't take up that much room in the garage or the barn or wherever you're going to park it. You know? And it's old enough as to where if I need to leave it outside overnight or for a day or two... It's fine. You know, I can leave it out there. Um, so, yeah, they were asking some questions about it, about the the mower deck width, which uh, I have a 62-inch mower deck on mine, and it works great. Um, I do have a bucket attachment for the front, which is a very, very large option. And with I with this bucket... It's like, I mean, you ha- you almost have to have a ballast box, okay? The bucket does not come with a ballast box. But you might as well just order one or make one. I made my own out of wood, okay? So, um, I, I, a metal ballast box would be better, but I made my own ballast box out of wood because I have a really hard time paying $300 for counterweight. All right, and what I did is I, I made a wooden box that was really good and sturdy, and then I, I went to like a tractor supply store, which ours is called Runnings, and I got some category one three-point uh, prongs, okay, like that stick out the side that the three-point connects to. And then I drilled a hole through some two-by-fours in the top of it and made a pin that goes through it for your third point, your top one. 
And I kind of used the measurements off a box that was on the internet. All right. Um, and I threw a bunch of window weights in it and bricks and rocks and stuff. And I also used it to store my chain that I keep with the tractor in case I need to pull out some fence posts or lift some poles or lift something. And I throw a few tools in there uh, that are sitting on top as well that, you know, you can just use, you know. Uh, you can make your own ballast box out of just about anything. Uh, if you do have a quick hitch, you are going to have to do it to some precise measurements. I do not think my ballast box is quick hitch compatible, which is something that you're going to want uh, if you do have a quick hitch. I have those, um, the two PATS um, handy hitches or whatever. It's not necessarily a quote-unquote quick hitch, which is all one piece. They're, 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 they're handy dandy, but they're not a quick hitch and they're adjustable side to side. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just something, it's, it's a little bit different animal than, than something that's, that's a quick hitch. You know what I mean? And, and you'll find all this out if you go shopping for a subcompact tractor, you can start asking questions. And these are really good questions to have. Your three point hitch and a quick hitch are very big questions and any attachment you buy you're going to want to buy something that is quick hitch compatible um, otherwise you got to take your quick hitch off and then it'll take a longer time for you to attach anything that would pertinently go on the quick hitch you know what I mean so you just got to hook it up manually and, and you know three points if you're like me and you're in your 40s and, and you 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 know how to grunt and do shit and lift stuff and manipulate things. Hooking up any three-point like we did in the old days is, is really not that hard. It doesn't take that much time. But a quick hitch is exactly that. It's quick. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's up to you. You know, if that option is something that you want and it, if it's something that you think is worth the money, you go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm changing that ballast box out and my hay fork all the time and my my hitch is actually um, perfectly aligned to it so I don't need to adjust my three-point hitch at all for those two items I can just drop the ballast box in or you know hook up to the ballast box too heavy for me to lift but if I get my uh, bale spear on there I can just drop it in and it's done okay so that's nice to know. Um, the front bucket, like I said, do not use a front bucket without a ballast box if you're going to lift anything that's over like 50 pounds, seriously. I mean, you can't, it, I mean, even just having the bucket on there, it's good to have a ballast box on. Uh, once in a while, I'll root around a little bit with the uh, without the ballast box on there when I hooked up the bucket. And uh, the bucket, is it's only a couple minutes. It's like a two minute thing. To hook up a bucket nowadays on a tractor it's not like the old days where every spring and every fall you take the bucket on and off you know because you were plowing snow it's 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 a minute or two and i'm taking my bucket on and off two three times a day sometimes and same with the ballast box it, it goes pretty quick um, in order for me to pick up round bales and handle them i need to have my bucket on there it's just enough weight to make the tractor perfectly balanced to handle 
the round bales with my three-point hitch okay so that's one thing I mean you might want to know and I handle four-foot round bales with a subcompact tractor if you're gonna handle five-footers you may want a bigger tractor um, I, I haven't tried handling five-footers but I could certainly probably you know either skate them or maneuver them but I don't know if I'm gonna lift them up legitimately so something to keep in mind um, yeah so anyway um, and and you know for the subcompact tractor it is a lot of weight to handle four foot round bales so it may not be something that you want to do for long distances or all the time some of you may do that some of you may not do that and I completely understand you you got what you got and you use what you use and you use it to the full extent um, but if in handling round bales for long distances and all the time uh, like I said I just handle the round bales in our yard I don't go three miles down the road with the tractor and bring back round bales all the live long day with that tractor I don't do that um, I just don't have the capacity to do that with that tractor so you know I mean just just something to think about you know beating the piss out of a, 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 a subcompact tractor is something that a lot of people do I do it um, but I also know how to run the machine and how to manipulate the machine in a way that it doesn't wreck because I used to be a heavy equipment operator uh, maxing out the machines capacity but not killing the machine itself if that makes sense you know so you gotta there's a learning curve there and there's stuff you want to do but you don't you want to definitely keep an eye on it and then there's some of you who absolutely do not want to beat the piss out of your machine you want to use it but you use it in the parameters that you get to keep your machine very very pristine and in pristine shape and uh, you know more power to you that's all I gotta say about that so however you want to do it but you know picking out the size of your subcompact tractor I will or, or or compact tractor or bigger tractor I will however say that the little tractors can do a lot more than you think they can but you don't want to use a little tractor for something bigger than you should you know what I mean so like like I said my little 2305 yeah those four foot round bales are big but I would not want to handle fives with it I'd have to roll those around the yard with the bucket and that makes sense um, but there's so many att attachments and so many things you can get for these tractors nowadays you know whether you get a rear snow blower that's on the PTO which might be something that you want to look into you can get front snow blowers that run off the front PTO and you take your mower deck off in order to run them and they, they actually a lot of this stuff nowadays if you buy a brand new one you can drive over your mower deck and it clicks itself on and then lift the three-point up and you got it um, you can drive into your bucket assembly and it clicks in you know I mean it takes less time than even mine does and I thought mine was good I can take the mower deck on and off in 10 minutes um, manually I do not have a drive over deck but um, if you do get a drive over deck gosh that's got to be handy I mean if I had a drive over deck on mine I would take my mower deck off more often when I use the bucket assembly 
You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, these, these tillers that you buy for them, they're a lot of money, but you can rent them sometimes. Um, also, there's, there's attachments, and there's attachment websites that they have. Um, whether you have Kubota, Euro, John Deere, or any other brand, there's a lot of brands that have the same kind, and then John Deere is kind of like the iPhone of the tractor industry. They have their own, you know, because they're so popular. Um, they call mine a quick attach, um, which, yeah, it looks like a pretty good quick attach. I don't have to roll out any pins or anything uh, to take my bucket off of the front end. But, um, and there's, good God, there's grapples and my heavens, there's so many things that you can get for these tractors nowadays. I mean, they even make weed trimmers for fence lines like that legitimately go along and if you have five miles of fence that you want to do weed trimming on you can actually do that and they have an attachment that goes on your three-point of your subcompact tractor so keep that in mind there's plenty of attachments and plenty of things that you can get for all these tractors and you know I mean a, a high quality mower deck I cannot emphasize enough buy a high quality mower deck if you plan on doing any kind of mowing with it because I have a very good <clears throat> high quality mower deck that came with my tractor when I bought it and the mower deck was basically never used and I've hit rocks and chains and this and that. You know, you're mowing and you're mowing in tall grass sometimes and you don't see everything. I've hit a lot of stuff and those mower blades are still pristine because of the high quality steel that they used on the mower blades. You know what I mean? So, something to think about and you know, something to look into. I mean, you can spend as much or as little as you want on these, on these subcompact tractors. And if you want the old school 1950s models, you can get that. Um, you can get more decks for those. There's plenty of things. There's, there's brush hogs and mowers behind them. Gosh, I mean, there's so many attachments. But I will go out there on a limb and say this, that we got a pretty good deal for our con compact tractor. We've only had it for three years. And in my opinion, this tractor has already paid for itself at least twice. It's something we de we depend on very heavily. It's a very high quality piece of machinery. We're very happy with it. I would have no problem putting a new engine in this thing if it needed it. I would have no problem paying for that because this tractor has saved us a lot of labor and it's also saved us a lot of cost by hiring people to do stuff that, that this tractor can do. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's got bigger muscles than you think. So, you know, looking into the size of your tractor and looking into what you want for your farm or your homestead, that's something that only you can decide. But um, we have definitely saw a lot of benefit with this. I mean, even just good gravy. You know, having the bucket on the front or a wagon behind it and carrying stuff across the yard, the effort that it saves you is amazing, you know. 
So, yeah. I don't know. Something to think about. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in today. I sure appreciate it. If you'd like to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Um, and by no means am I a tractor expert, but I sure love my tractor. Yep. And uh, sometimes when you're down in the dumps, if you think you've got it really bad in life, you'll have that aha moment where you realize you don't. You're, you're, uh, there's people that are begging for your problems because they think that's so minuscule. And if you think that's the case, go into any children's hospital and uh, sit in the lobby for a while. You'll, uh, you'll thank your lucky stars that you're not one of those people. Won't you? Anyway, thank you for tuning in today and God bless you. I better get rocking. Anyway, have a good one.